Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to the News Grubs for this week. I'm Scotto and joining me as usual are AP and The Fish. Hi guys. Hey Scotto. Everyone's well, of course, um, well, as well as we can be in these horrible Mm. times. Uh, This week we're taking a look at one pilot aircraft flights. Sounds a bit worrying. Um, Do face masks make you more attractive? Interesting question. What got two LAPD police officers filed? But we'll start off with some uh, a story about ghost flights. AP, what's the story? Uh, gentlemen, one of the best-known brands uh, of airline in the world, Lufthansa, oh, yep. has come out and said, as as the uh, says here, the second-largest airline uh, in the world or Europe, anyway. Pretty close. Well, it Europe. has to fly. It's it's been forced to fly over eighteen thousand ghost flights. And we're talking about Casper, right? The ghost. They've had to put their planes in the air and run them from one uh, airport to another so that they don't lose their slot. And they're flying empty, I guess, I gather. That's right. And it's it's under a use it or lose it. So what what is a slot exactly? Well, they, they're, all flights are booked in. They've got gates that they travel to. Uh, they've got potential maintenance and refuelling that they have to uh, coordinate and book in advance. And if they don't uh, use a popular route, what's a popular European route? London uh, to Paris, say. That's the one. So if, if they don't keep that, then I, I suppose from this story, it could be bid on or secured by another airline. That's it's basically like, it, yeah. It's like doing a perpetual dress rehearsal. Well, in a roundabout way. What, what, what happens is that um, you're allowed to uh, land X amount of planes and take off X amount of planes at an airport a year. But uh, no one goes on. <laughs> well, that's true. But um, normally, of course, they're all busy and they're chockers and so on and so forth. Um, so that's the, that's what a slot is. And apparently, uh, from what uh, AP says and um, the story says, um, they're having to do that because uh, otherwise they will, as AP quite rightly said, lose the slot. And by doing that, they're basically polluting the world with all this fuel that they're burning up. Greta is going to go ape. Absolutely ape. Well, well, as it happens, Scotto, since you mentioned her name... Oh, well, I had to. ...it has caught her attention. Oh, there's a surprise. (gasps) She's denounced the unnecessary flights, uh, tweeting, of course, the EU surely is in a climate emergency mode. And that's the really bizarre thing about this. The EU is just obsessed with the whole climate emergency. They're, you know, um, banning everything practically. They're carbon taxing everything. And and yet they're forcing airlines to do that, even though I'm just seeing here that they've relaxed. Uh, They've got that. uh, Airlines have to fly 80% of their allocated slots to keep their flight times. However, the EU has relaxed this to 50% uh, to account for the decreased appetite in flying. But let's face it, no one's flying anywhere Mm. at the moment uh, as a result of COVID. Sorry to have mentioned that. Well, the only ones that are flying are the pilots. Yeah, I would uh, imagine so. And, and, and some of the crew. But but I know that they're being forced to do it, otherwise they, they lose their slots. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be a great marketing opportunity for one of the airlines to say, you know what, we're not going to fly at all because it's artificial, it's polluting the world, and we want to set an example and we're grounding all our aircraft. We don't care if we lose our slots or not. And then you run a big t- TV and cinema campaign and right. newspaper campaign, right. online campaign, right. yes. basically 
bagging your competitors mm-hmm. for engaging in, 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 in dirty flying, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, and I think that that'd be a great campaign. Except for one tiny little flaw in your plan there, Fishy. Right, okay. When it comes time for them to uh, actually start taking on passengers again, uh, as you quite rightly said, they've lost their slot, so they can't actually fly anywhere. Odd. Stefan de Kiersmacher, who represents the EU, has oh. refuted claims from Lufthansa. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's saying that the, uh, the data forecasts... Uh, about as good as uh, Mark Twain's lies, damned lies, and statistics. Yes. Um, says that uh, the initial traffic from 2022, so he's had, what, 15 days to work that out? Yep, yep. Uh, Analyse it and report it. Was it 77% of pre-pandemic rates? I find that very hard to believe, to tell but, the truth. But does that include the actual um, ghost flights themselves? Well, he might Are be any include- people on these planes? He might be including those and using them to his advantage. In addition to the lower slot use rates, companies may request a justified non-use exemption. Sounds... sounds This sounds like this is going to work for Fishy's plan. To not use a slot. If the route cannot be operated because of sanitary measures, uh, i.e. new variants emerging during pandemic, EU rules therefore do not oblige airlines to fly or to keep empty planes in the air. It's, It's not... A commercial decision by the airline company it's not a result of EU rules that's so, a bit strange isn't it well they're at loggerheads there definitely aren't they there's one story in there most peculiar Well, in another example of the stupidity of people in general and uh, as a result of internet stupidity two LAPD police officers have been fired for chasing Pokemon Go rather than uh, a couple of fleeing robbery uh, robbers, I should yes. say, court documents uh, have shown. Uh, the pair were parked nearby when a radio call came in for the officers to respond to a robbery, but no go. Too busy. Fishy. I like thought the, on this. Uh, like the names of the two police officers, it's like a, t- a 1970s police show. Lozano and Mitchell. Q in the um, uh, Chips um, theme song here, uh, if, yeah. you know, I'm suggesting. Yes. Yeah, or Mannix or one, one of those. those. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of responding to the uh, to the uh, commanding officer's uh, uh, request to go and investigate this robbery at the Macy's department. So that'll be one Adam 12, one Adam 12, two 11 in progress, one Adam 12, handle cold three. <laughs> I remember Could that from Adam. the TV show, Adam yeah, 12. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it would have sounded like. Didn't didn't that also get you in trouble for impersonating a police officer? Oh, not too often. Uh, no. Oh, right. Well, an initial investigation into the police officers' cl- claims, their claims, alleged um, that they could not hear the radio. That's because they were playing a Pokemon game. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Now, just correct me if I'm wrong, but Pokemon Go, and I, I understand, um, uh, AP, you're our resident expert on this, but if I may just summarise for the listener, it's a stupid game where you try to find little um, non-existent things in a location, and then you basically have to tick it off and try and find the next one, so you're driving all over the place looking or walking, looking for these little clues and then find this thing. Is that is that basically the game? Definitely on the right track, Scott. As long as you're willing to use the term expert very loosely. Right. uh, (laughs) um, It's a game uh, online. It's a virtual game. Of course it it is. It puts imaginary characters 
uh, in a uh, map, overlays it onto a legitimate map mm-hmm. of where you are around your, your house or wherever you're playing the game, a park, parkland. And I've seen families, uh, even around my uh, my home, yeah. uh, together uh, playing this because the parents are obviously indulging the kids. Well, I've just never grown up, one or the other. And uh, they chase characters, uh, and some there's over 200 uh, characters. But, there's Bulbasaur. Just to clear something up, AP, yes. you use your mobile phone, don't you? you? You follow your mobile phone, and it's and, like... And, it's, and, your, and your mobile phone overlays the characters on top of what the camera, your normal camera, picks up. So it could be a street view. It might show the neighbour's house with a garbage bin outside, and one of the characters might be hiding behind the garbage bin. That's right. Oh, God. You, you follow, you're glued to the screen of your mobile phone. Oh, God. Much like the people you trip over. Yes. Uh, Centre of town when they're texting their friends. Yes. Walking to work. So, um, and uh, people have uh, brought themselves into uh, quite serious danger uh, uh, yep. by uh, being totally absorbed in, in what's happening on their screen. And they, they walk off the curb onto streets in front mm. of vehicles and things yeah. like that. Better off out of the gene pool. Same, same prob- problem with the virtual reality goggles where people, uh, of course, they see inside their goggles uh, a virtual world. Yes. But they obviously, through their uh, other senses, their uh, smell, their touch and so forth, uh, their other senses uh, make it believable that they're living in that world and they can traverse that world or south, east, and west, etc. So they don't hear, hear smell, see the garbage truck coming to run them down. Oh, yeah. and what a great <laughs> loss that is to the world once they've been flattened, I say. <laughs> as Scott, I mentioned the idiots of society, I think, back at the start of the show. I, I did indeed. Ringing true. So there's uh, there's Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, uh, Carmander, Carmeleon. You're not going to uh, go through all 200, are you? I've just got a couple to go. Carizid Squirtle, who I mentioned when you get near him, he, what, he pees on you probably. God. And War Turtle. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no idea about that one, but uh, there you go. So it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a virtual game, and um, but I imagine that uh, employers have policies about people uh, yeah. uh, spending their time or, or frittering away, uh, particularly at a, uh, uh, a mission critical job like being a policeman, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't it's go a- well for them because they got the flick. That's right. I mean, they denied it, of course. They uh, told the, uh, I think as one of you two said earlier, that they uh, told the sergeant that had been trying to contact them they hadn't heard the radio. But, of course, LAPD (laughs) cars, guess what? They have in-car camera footage. And it revealed they'd discussed the call and decided not to respond. In fact, uh, five minutes later, they could be heard talking about catching Pokemon. Uh, And you know which character they were trying to catch? Snorlax. Macy Department Store Robber. Oh, right. Sorry. Not Snorlax. If only Nintendo had thought to insert that character. Oh, God. Both officers denied they'd been gaming on duty. And this is the bit I like. Telling the investigating detective, Officer Mitchell, uh, had been... Oh, sorry. Telling the investigating officer or detective. It should have been a comma there, I would imagine. Bad uh, bad sub-editing again. Anyway, um, that uh, had been reading aloud from uh, aloud from a text group of other players bragging about their scores. So it wasn't so much that they didn't hear the call uh, and they weren't actually gaming. They were just um, reading aloud from a text about other people gaming, which kind of makes it even worse. 
Doesn't it? But they've oh, been well. um, um, found guilty of failing to respond to a robbery call, making misleading statements, failing to respond to the radio when contacted, playing Pokemon Go on duty, who even knew that was actually a, uh, uh, a thing, uh, making yeah. false statements under investigation and basically being buffets. <laughs> Now, uh, boys, uh, over the years, uh, technical advances in radio communication, navigation systems, and so on, mm-hmm. um, have um, allowed uh, airlines to gradually remove the need for the last three, that is, uh, people in the cockpit, including the pilots, making it possible uh, to safely fly a passenger plane with just two pilots, okay? Yeah, all right. Uh, the, the pilot, and I think they call them the first officer or the co-pilot in Australia. First officer. And, um, and that's been the norm now for uh, quite some time, for about 30 years. Damn good thing, too. Now, there's mm. a move Uh-oh. to remove uh, the last remaining, or the, the, the second pilot, so that it leaves only one pilot to fly the plane. Oh, I'm not keen on this idea. That is scary. That is a real scary proposition. What do you think, boys? I am not uh, in favour of this whatsoever for a number of reasons. One, I watch a lot of air crash investigation, so I'm virtually a pilot. In fact, I'm virtually a, a you know trainer of pilots, yeah, yeah. as you would appreciate. And I can't tell you the number of times where the um, captain of a plane, particularly in Asian uh, airlines, according to uh, air crash investigations, where they've, um, for whatever reason, gone a bit bit odd or aren't quite coping, and the co-pilot hasn't had the balls to say, oh, listen, captain, you're a, That's bit, right. a bit of a mistake here. We should do this. Although, But they then have subsequently retrained everyone, and that is a lot better. Uh, so I don't like that concept. I imagine if um, QF32 had only had one pilot on it, I um, can't remember his name now, um, Richard de Cresme, I think it is, um, instead of uh, three or four other pilots on the flight, that, that wouldn't have ended well and QF32 would have crashed into Singapore because he would have so, just been overwhelmed. So you're saying basically uh, the current position is that there's checks and balances by having two pilots basically checking each other's work yes basically that's yeah. what i'm saying yes that makes a lot of sense you know the Qantas flight that they, they had three well they, yeah, they, well they had two, uh, a pilot a captain a, a first officer uh, a check captain i think they had a couple more as well somewhere along the way oh yeah. damn good yeah. thing too it's all the plane decks so i took a bit now, of rest with with one pilot mm-hmm. how do they how are they uh, what happens when he has to go to the bathroom oh it's just on autopilot oh you got to remember the once really? the plane's actually flying once it's taken off they do yeah. bugger all. I mean, they just sit there, their feet are up on the dashboard, looking at porn, having coffee, chatting up the hosties, and they're there just sound, in case there's an emergency. But I don't want to sound crass, but, mm-hmm. but let's say he, he takes a toilet break, yes. and he's only planning to be away for two minutes, Yes, but he's having trouble, let's say, I don't know. Um, Can't get his pants bro- down? Nah, uh, breaking one off. Right, okay. <laughs> so to speak. Good to see you're not going crass. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. 
want to be direct about the thing. I want I won't beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. And he's struggling yes. to break one off. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens when you're struggling. No, I you do. could be in there for 10 minutes. Oh, 20, 20 or 30 minutes, I'm saying sometimes. You could find an interesting article in the in a magazine someone's looking That's right. Uh, there's some kind of periodical in the uh, in the dunny, in the toilet, and he's uh, yeah. become engrossed. Yeah. Um, and, and, and isn't, isn't the reason also, sorry to cut across you there, but mm-hmm. isn't the reason also why you do have two pilots is that in case of an emergency like that, mm-hmm. the other pilot can take over. And that's the reason why, uh, apparently, when uh, the food comes out for the pilots to eat, mm-hmm. they each order different meals. Correct. Yeah. So in case one of them has been infected by something or, or there's food poisoning in one, yep. the chances are it's probably not in, in the other dish. Reasonable chance of that, and then you're, then you're uh, fairly safe. Yeah. And, so I, I, and I'll draw you, sorry to interrupt you then, uh, I'll yeah. draw you to one other um, particular instance that puts me Please. off the whole concept. German Wings Flight 9525 back in 2015, where the first officer locked himself in the cockpit when the uh, captain, strange enough, went to the toilet break. Uh, and then intentionally crashed the plane, killing everyone. Yes. He was having a bad that, day. That so, was on uh, uh, crash, crash, air crash investigators, wasn't it? It was. Now, apparently, um, NASA, and you'd expect it to be NASA, you know, instead of going and looking for comets about to crash in and kill everyone, they're busy um, doing all this sort of stuff, they're suggesting that uh, the remaining pilot or co-pilot uh, could be um, done from the ground. A lot of the uh, other jobs could be done from a ground person. I was just dreading that theory that I was entertaining in my head mm. a second ago. Mm. The next step is remote control, takeoff, landing, and cruising. Yeah. Really? Well, I suppose that does work for drones when they're um, you know bombing people in Afghanistan or wherever yeah. Iraq. It's I mean, that works all right, but still, it's done with radio frequency, and and there's there's nothing a hundred percent reliable. I agree. Radio frequency, and it can be it. There's the security of the signal. Can be I'm sorry, I don't hear. I don't hear you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it can be jammed, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know, but there's probably some great movie plots that are going to come out of this. For sure. Die Hard, Die Hard Nine. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> probably at Christmas as well. Christmas so it'll be a new Christmas movie. So, yeah. um, but I, I feel that they've got a long way to go, and it's a bit like we talked about on the previous news grubs, where um, these uh, these billionaires and techno experts say, oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to do it in 2026. Yeah. And uh, all they want to be is the first one to announce that they're going to do it. And whether I think the technology is a long way off, and I'm a fair way off boarding a single pilot plane, gentlemen. Don't know about how you feel. Uh, well, it's like it's like uh, autonomous vehicles, and uh, you know, that's not even ready yet. I mean, they can barely get the car to drive in two planes... Uh, two dimensions uh, what about adding the third dimension which is an aeroplane up and down as well as mm-hmm. uh, back and forth left and right uh, so imagine the complexities of having the technology to be able to do that properly and how many planes are going to crash before they uh, work out that uh, line 6,926,501 uh, had a comma instead of a full stop in it uh, as uh, planes have plummeted and crashed into the ground. No, I'm not. A, I'm not keen on this at all. I don't care that Airbus and uh, Cathay Pacific are already testing this as we speak. Um, no offence to Cathay Pacific; it's a lovely airline. I've flown it several times, but um, uh, I won't be getting on one of your A350s if it's only got one pilot. Not a hope in no, hell. No, no chance way. whatsoever. 
Fishy, AP, some spectacular news, possibly the only good news coming out of the COVID pandemic around the world, the disaster that it is, the end of civilization as we know it virtually. Okay. Now, face masks, we all wear them, of course. Well, we're supposed to wear them anyway. Uh, guess what? A mm-hmm. Cardiff University study has determined that a face masks a face mask makes you more attractive to the opposite sex. Oh, I heard about this. Yes, indeed. Uh, An enormously huge study has determined that um, uh, both men and women are more appealing to the eye if they're wearing a face mask. And guess which one's the good one? It's the yellow, uh, sorry, not the yellow, the the bluey coloured surgical looking mask. Oh, yeah, I got one. Not the one that actually does anything, just the, um, the bluey one that sort of does a little bit. It's the slackest mask around. That's the one. It now, this study began in February 2021 uh, and continued for a considerable amount of time. And as I say, huge study. Uh, wow. And I think the, um, the, the results are, are clear. Um, how thousands many people? people. Oh, how many? Thousands. Sorry? I don't know. Thousands? How many thousands? Oh, 10,000? Oh, no, not that many. Oh, Come back a bit. Uh, 7,000? No. 43. Uh, 43,000? No. Uh, 43,000? Um, uh, Let me help you out. 2,000 people. No, no, you're not even close. Let me help you out. AP oh. was, in fact, correct. It was the enormous study of 43 women. 43 individuals. <laughs> yeah, so basically it was a, a class, I imagine, at Cardiff <laughs> University uh, that they were just talking about something and the professor uh, That's not said, a s- that's not a sample rate. That's well, not a good sample rate. Well, I'm sorry. It's a, it's an official study from Cardiff University. Oh, that so it must be new. true. Yeah, must be it. Um, it makes sense though, because and I guess the blue one does does also make sense because a you can't see the you know the bad teeth that the person's got that pointy Jennifer Aniston chin or or facial hair or uh, tattoos or things hanging out of their noses and their lips and their tongues and whatever you can see their eyes and eyes of course the windows to the soul that's what's uh, attractive uh, about most people is their eyes no, Fishy, just just because you 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 seem just a little dubious about the uh, the, the study am I do I pick that up correctly I'm very dubious now. <laughs> the, the pictures were shown with two different kinds of face mask, with a book partially covering their faces and with nothing, nothing at all covering their faces. Right. So do you think there's a there's a, an element, uh, just taking Fishy's side for a moment. Yes. Of, uh, you know, the gene pool being unkind to some of the people who are in the samples. And the more you cover up their faces, the better they look. Simple as that. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that, to be honest. I think that's 100% on the mark. But wait a minute. Yes. When, when I'm going to do it from a, from a guy's perspective here only right. for the moment. To this demonstration. Okay. When you look at, uh, like, you're going up an escalator or something, right, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you, you see this chick in front of you with long legs, right? Yep, got my attention yeah. already. And you can't see her face, yep. right? But you judge her from her legs. And her bottom. Yes, I yeah. do it all the time. And, and you think, wow, what a good sort. Mm-hmm. And then as you get to the top of the escalator, she's got like buck teeth, like, like teeth like she, she could eat. Yeah, she could eat a cheese sandwich between a Venetian blind, for example. Yes. And, uh, uh, and, and she's got like terrible skin, terrible hair. It's exactly the same. It is, that's true. But if she was walking up uh, the uh, or going in the other direction on the escalator in a surgical mask, so you could just see her eyes, 
and well, from the neck down, you're not sort of taking any notice because you're focusing on the eyes and the face mask. You think it is? I don't think I, I, don't think <laughs> I would be, but anyway. Oh, I, I'm, 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 I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, absolutely attracted to that. Yeah, because you know, you think it's a doctor or a nurse. You know, noble professions. Do you think that? Do you really think it's 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 because they because they're they're, they're translating or they're, they're they're transposing the reputation of doctors and pe- healthcare professionals and saying they're good wholesome people you can trust them yes and w- whenever you interact with them and they're wearing masks you feel comfortable because you can trust them yeah I think so and, and that translates into what we do now and where we're 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 basically wearing the uniform of a healthcare professional that's exactly right and I think that's what it would be. Uh, so we're really mask masquerading as a healthcare professional. Yes, basically, yes. I think what's happening is we are, in fact, um, uh, what's that um, thing where you're culturally appropriating? I, I think this is jobly approach here, appropriate. Yeah, or professionally appropriate. That's the word I was looking for. Appreciate that. Yeah. So um, there it is, 43 women determining that, studying the whole thing. Um, Got to be happy with that. Pretty much, yeah. I'm going to call a word for it, but I'm not allowed to say it on this show. Uh, We'll be back next week with another look at the stories behind the news. And remember to subscribe so you get the latest podcasts. uh, And, of course, have a look at the um, Facebook page, Twitter page, and, of course, the website, newsgrubs.com. We'll see you all again next week. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Oh, the colonel would be basting in his grave, Fishy. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> well, that's it for News Grubs this week, everyone. We'll be back next week with all the news that is worth delving into deeply as weevils in a sack of flour do. Uh, if you like what we do, um, feel free just to pop up to the right-hand side of the website and click on the donate button. That'll just help us out that ever so little bit. Uh, and we would love to uh, hear your comments as well. You can do that on Facebook uh, or Twitter for that matter, um, or even uh, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you and, and see yeah. what you think of News Grubs. We'll see you all again next week. Bye-bye, everyone. See you later. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.